0: If you're listening to this podcast, it means I actually finished it, which is kind of amazing because I've been hanging on to it for months. It's hard to explain what the problem really even is. It's (sighs) kind of, I mean, once I'm up to bat against a kid pitcher, I'm always nervous because like if he throws very fast, I'm nervous if he hits me. Yeah. But, like, I always get a pit in my stomach when that happens. And, um, but thankfully once I hit off a kid pitcher, Mm. which, which felt amazing to me. Yeah, Spencer pretty much sums up exactly how I feel. Last year, I once hit off a pitcher, and it felt pretty amazing to me. My name is Nancy Hauer, and this is my number one. A show where I generally ask people what their number one healer is, and then I go try it. This season, who knows what the show is about.
1: Uh, As you know, the last two episodes, oh my God, blew my mind. Yeah. And you know what, it confirmed a lot of like what I have been thinking. I think that's why I told you, I called you and I was like, my hair was like standing up on my arms the whole time. Even I'm getting goosebumps thinking about it because I, I know I have angels.
0: If you'll remember, we ended on a high.
2: You're you're meant to be serving more as an interpreter and a translator and a bridge builder, perhaps um, between, you know, different realms that don't always come into communication with direct communication with each other.
0: As my friend Chris Henriksen says, I had one of those initiation experiences where you feel totally connected and I could suddenly hear my inner voice in a very palpable way
3: hello nancy
0: i felt like i suddenly had some kind of superpower
3: take a left here there's parking someone will pull out yep there it is
0: and i pretty much succeeded in freaking out all my friends who listened to the podcast
1: I'm so afraid you're going to talk to me and like
0: feel bad juju. Because I was having these weird empathic moments and little clairvoyant things that kind of freak people out. And one thing I started to realize, if you believe in angels, the demons also become just as real. I was feeling really exposed around people and I just wanted to be alone all the time.
2: It's not just about getting into a blissful state and and disappearing into the mountains.
0: And I started to really question whether I should be doing this podcast at all, because every time I went to a healer, it brought up a lot of stuff that I didn't really want to think about.
3: Right. I'm going to let it all hang out. Yeah. I'm going to rip myself open. I'm going to bend over. I'm going to expose myself. I'm going to pull my lungs out and just shoot it. Yeah. Yeah. Just make a little
0: video. And I went to my friend Kirk and asked him, should we even continue? Should I even do another season? Um,
3: why? You're essentially coming to people that have gone through something, that have experienced things, that have worked through things and have made it up in s- some form yeah. on the other side. It's inspiring. Yeah.
0: But I wasn't feeling very inspired. It felt like these healers had kind of cracked me open, and I was just a kind of walking wound. And I asked my friends, Frangela, if they ever felt like I did. Do you guys feel that you're empaths at all?
2: You know what? Let me tell you something about me. I don't want to. I, there were, there were, there've been. I've been, I've been an empath for sure, many, 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 many times, and lots and lots of for a lot of people in my life. I have shut that shit down. See, um, I, w- I think we you've been is highly available.
0: So I called my friend Chris Henriksen and I said I was stuck. And he took me on a little road trip to try to get me unstuck.
2: So I met you shortly after um, my volunteer work had morphed into the launching of a nonprofit organization.
0: Chris has been studying shamanic practices to help heal the community that he's been working with, called Street Poets.
1: You're kind of at the precipice of taking Street Poets and melding it with yeah. what we're about to do. Yes. Yeah. And and <laughs> we'll connect, what are you gonna call it? Street.
2: Uh, Street, wolves. Yeah, no. Street wolves. Yeah, so after 23 years, we're hitting this next phase of our evolution as an organization and a community. And we are in the process now of exploring the possibility of a merger with this wolf sanctuary, the place that we're going right now.
0: So, what are we doing? Let me give you a little hint.
2: So there's just the healing element of being on that land, actually, and being with the wolves on that land that is, in and of itself, it will be impactful for sure.
0: Chris is driving me an hour outside of Los Angeles to Palmdale, to a place called The Wolf Connection.
2: It's also the home of, right now, about 30 uh, wolves, or wolf-dog mixes. Um, and uh, they're the real stewards of the land, I would say.
0: But the wolves are just part of our journey. Chris has brought me to meet a woman named Gabby who comes from Mexico and is a certain kind of healer. Some
2: would call her a Mexican Mm Corandera. She's very um, protection work and sort of removing kind of heavier, Curses, that kind of stuff Good. is an area of uh, she can do some pretty deep, heavy work. She's a heavy lifter, you know.
0: But before we get to her or the wolves, first let me give you a little backstory about what brought us all together. Long before I met Gabby, I met her brother, Raphael.
2: He's like a hummingbird. He was <laughs> he was like this incredible, just buoyant, boyish youthful but also very wise spirit and he yeah he 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 was he worked with instruments and sound and um, had a healing practice that served a lot of different communities and a lot of different people
0: I remember meeting Rafael many years ago at a street poets function and he's kind of hard to forget because he's this really handsome guy who plays the didgeridoo
2: he's just an amazing guy who who died really tragically uh, a few years ago
0: survivors of the attack now hospitalized in cairo have told the mexican ambassador their tourist convoy was hit by military aircraft while stopping for a break in the western desert
2: he died tragically in in egypt he was over there with a group of mexican tourists um, that included some family and they were mistaken they were in a kind of remote area of Egypt, visiting sacred sites and were mistaken uh, for rebels by the Egyptian military. and were ambushed and he was killed.
0: Egyptian security forces had mistaken the tourist group for militants they were hunting in the region. It says the convoy was in a restricted area, although Mexico is demanding a full investigation about what exactly happened and who was responsible.
2: Um, So, super tragic, crazy, Thing, um, but one of the blessings of it um, is that we connected with his sister.
0: After Rafael's death, she became very close to Teo Alfaro, who runs the Wolf Connection.
2: So, in a weird kind of way, it feels like Raphael's spirit yes. has helped bring all of us together. Yep. Um and. Uh, which is kind of what he was like in life, too. I mean, I said he's a hummingbird. He had a quality of like going and sort of pollinating different communities and people, and um, so it sort of feels like he's continuing that work. So why am I headed out to
0: get another healing after having the revelation last season that I don't need a healer because I am my number one?
2: It's draining, Yes. yes. So it drains your energy for you. Yeah because maybe life
0: is not a straight
2: line to nirvana. Well, there's that wonderful quotation from Khalil Gibran. This, you know, he was a Lebanese-American poet and yeah. sort of philosopher, really. And he talks about how the more deeply you feel grief, you're able to feel grief, it's those same channels within you that the grief carves out that get filled by happiness and joy.
0: And for all the grief and suffering I went through last year, The joy I felt was just as profound.
4: The way that I work, I I am not a warrior. Warrior? Warrior. Warrior, yes, thank you. I am not a light warrior, you know. Okay. What I'm saying that I am, I am the ambassador of the light. Light ambassador, you know.
0: And what better way to experience another healing than with an ambassador of the light?
4: I am only a channel for the God's energy flow through me to help you in the way that you need.
0: Gabby was the exact opposite of what you would expect from a heavy lifter.
4: I call the mind the evil paparazzi. (laughs) It's so true. (laughs) Because it is obsessive, Mm -hmm. but it always is in the negative way.
0: She was wise. She was filled with laughter. And I was soon to learn, she packed quite a punch.
4: Don't be scared because nothing Then I work with, it goes against you, okay?
0: When we got to the Wolf Connection, I met Teo Alfaro and I knew there were wolves there, but I didn't see them. And we decided to do the healing first, which in retrospect was probably not the best idea.
4: Don't worry about nothing. Okay, don't worry about nothing. Almost the people want to kick me and (laughs) kick me. Oh boy. It's natural. Okay. It it is not you, it is the energies, and I know it.
0: We went to an area deep into the woods and she pulled out these spray bottles and she started spraying it all around me. It smelled like eucalyptus. She kept making these arm movements like she was grabbing something from inside me and throwing it out. And it started to make me feel really sick. (coughs) And then she started coughing and we were both in some kind of weird coughing fit. It was like something deep and dark was coming out.
4: Open your eyes.
0: And then she grabbed my head and started looking straight into my left eye. And it seemed like her eye was glowing. She started whispering these beautiful prayers in my ear. In Spanish. <sighs> And then she told me to stop the recording I don't exactly remember what happened next I closed my eyes my mind started to wander
2: you can exercise all kinds of demons mm-hmm. out of your your dynamic
0: and I thought about the
1: that was so dangerous the whole summer. I went home with strange people every night like can I crash? Yeah, and just never got assaulted never got hurt, and I'm like I we always say like how do we not get murdered? So did you feel like you were protected at the time? Someone's watching out for me. Yeah, there's no way. Yeah,
0: and I wondered if there was a way to stay energetically empathic and sensitive and attuned to my inner voice without getting overwhelmed All that
3: energy. I think I, I think your question's answered. You're doing it. Yeah. You're doing it. Yeah. Okay. And don't try to make it something that it isn't.
0: And after what might have been a minute or an hour, Gabby called me back.
4: So I will open my eyes and and I will be this channel for then you can connect with your own divinity. Open your eyes and look at my eyes.
0: And from her eyes to my eyes, I felt a rush of energy.
4: Walk with an open heart, no matter what.
0: And just as she finished the healing, the wolves actually started to howl. For the very first time. (laughs) after that I met the wolves but I can barely remember it I was really out of it and I asked Gabby what was that it was like an exorcism or something and she said she wasn't quite sure.
2: It sounds like she was working. From what you're describing, it sounds like she was working on like an akashic level. So she was working in your in like a past life space. Yeah,
4: I, I think it was something like a, some kind of of um, crap. Como dices maldición?
0: Curse. Some kind of curse from a past lifetime or an ancestor's lifetime.
3: Um, I met a guy named, not Crispin, I forgot his name, but he would like, he was intuitive or something, and he would like read into you and tell you things yeah. that you were feeling, and, yeah. and he was spot on. Yeah. <coughs> when something
2: gets cleared energetically like that, mm-hmm. the body will take a while to play catch up, you know, so. Yeah. And maybe
3: something you're for a little while. <laughs> I was talking to him about a, the, about feeling like I'm cursed. And one thing that came up was he tapped into my last name, which I had always felt guilt about. Because my last name is Ward, which is a southern name, which is a slave owner name.
4: You don't feel that pain in your chest anymore, no. or in your heart anymore. No, it's gone. It's gone.
3: When I was a, in, in college, I was I, I wrestled, a, I went to Nevada for a wrestling tournament, um, and there's a guy named Hercules Ward, and I'm Kirk Ward. Now, one of my nicknames, when I was a kid, my best friend's dad called me Hercules, called me Herc, Herc Ward. I'm
0: exhausted.
4: Yes. That was... And tomorrow you will feel like a truck come over me.
3: <laughs> I wrestle. I end up in the finals against Hercules Ward, who's black and I'm white. Wow. And i always felt that feeling of guilt and I let him win. And I never told anybody.
4: <laughs> it is normal. Okay.
0: Okay. But you are now you are shiny.
4: <laughs> and did the
0: psychic know
3: that we ta- no didn't know that but but tapped into my last and kept going oh, oh my God. it was like guilt feeling some shame then i was just like no what are you talking about <laughs> yeah, and you know when when someone's in there and they you can't hide yeah you can't you're like i was trying to like compartmentalize move it's it over creepy, here isn't it No, nope, there's something yeah. on, what, what's that move over here what, what are you doing? i want to tell you about
0: the wolves and teo alfaro and All the amazing things that he has going there but I was so out of it that I could barely register my own name after that healing do you think I'm
2: gonna get sick no okay I don't think you're gonna get sick at all actually I think you'll feel really good tomorrow you're gonna go to sleep and sleep hard tonight
0: (sighs) Chris was right I did go home and I did go to sleep and I did sleep hard But then I woke up in the middle of the night, I grabbed my cell phone, and I texted my landlord and said, I'm moving out at the first of the month, which is in two weeks. And next week, I will explain why all that happened and why I felt the need to go back to the Wolf Connection and speak to Gabby again. My name is Nancy Hauer. And this is my number one. I'd like to thank Spencer Peck.
2: Well, if there's a person on base, I'll try to pick him off. Mm-hmm. And if there's
0: two outs, i would definitely pick him off. Like, I would not pitch to you. Chris Henriksen.
2: There are a lot of um, energies in the world uh, that are like lower vibration energies and frequencies that aren't going to meet you up in that eternal space. Yeah.
0: Frangela. Do you guys believe in curses?
2: No. Um. You know what? I can. I. I can. You can get me with the sins of the father.
3: Kirk Ward. For years, I thought, oh, well, I'm cursed, I'm cursed, I'm cursed. And then I realized there's no such thing as curses.
0: Allison Dunbar. I always wonder. Why don't you sleep?
1: Well, I like to sleep hard. Right.
0: Well, so you do sleep. Yeah, but you like to sleep. With no dreams? Are you worried about dreaming?
1: No, I just like to take a Benadryl and then fight it for a while and then like drift into like a comatose sleep.
0: Teo Alfaro and the Wolf Connection.
2: I rescued them all across the country. They come from, uh, all of them have been bred in captivity, sold as pets, uh, Yeah, and then confiscated or given up.
3: And
0: Gabby Bejarano.
4: Nancy, now you will see the truth. Now you will be able to see the things how they really are.
0: Next week, a haunted house, Gabby and the wolves return.